0: Greetings! Welcome to Filmmaker's Cookbook, a podcast where we turn your favorite films into recipes, helping you expand your cinematic diets. This show is hosted by myself, Michelangelo, and me, Chase. On this episode, we're going to be talking about the film Home Alone, directed by Chris Columbus, who pretty much wrote our childhood, created our childhoods. Chris Columbus is so underrated.
1: No one talks about him as, like, their favorite director, but everyone loves his movies.
0: Home Alone, Harry Potter, like... The Gremlins. <laughs> yeah, he he did a lot. He did, he did a lot of great stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. I think the problem is he's not a very, like, style-forward director, so no one, like, recognizes immediately that they're watching a Chris Columbus film,
0: mm-hmm. but he is great. I think he also does a great job working with kid actors.
1: That, too. Yeah, definitely managed to
0: to make a career out of that, for sure. Do you want to give a summary of the film, Chase?
1: Sure. Home Alone, if you haven't seen it. I'm sure pretty much everyone has at this point. But basically, young Kevin, played by Macaulay Culkin, is a uh, bratty child uh, who manages to uh, get left at home alone. <laughs> That's the title. Uh, by his parents who leave uh, in a in a rush one morning to try and get a flight to France. And uh, the whole movie is about how he survives whilst having no adult supervision and uh, under the attack of two robbers trying to steal his home, steal items from his home.
0: Yeah. You know, can I just say what doesn't really make a lot of sense to me in this film is that why do the two robbers decide to rob the house that they believe have people there instead of the other houses that don't have anyone.
1: So I think they, well, they, they had that whole opening scene where he, where uh, uh, Joe Pesci's actor, Joe Pesci is the actor's name, his character, which I never knew his character has a last name. His last name is Lime, Harry Lime. Anyway. So Harry uh, pretends to be a police officer and goes from house to house, uh, ensuring that all the people in this neighborhood are going to be gone. And so he is attacking only the houses where he has already
0: scouted. Yeah, but like, but he, they go to the house and then, and Kevin turns on the light. So they're like, oh, someone must be there, right? So Fair why, enough. why did they just be like, all right, let's just not go to this house and hit up all the other houses that he already scouted, right?
1: There was one throwaway line where he was like, uh, this was the house that made me want to rob this block. So maybe it's that. Cause I think it is the biggest house. Okay. Fair enough. But also, I think he he gets like challenged and they're 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 dumb burglars. They're not meant to be like true intelligent.
0: True. I mean, this film is very um, not serious, I would say.
1: Yeah, this film is so funny. I I mean, I've watched this film so many times. (laughs) It's hard to even judge it from a filmmaking perspective, I think, because it's just pure nostalgia at this point.
0: I would also say I often watch this movie during the holidays. Yes, it's always playing on during the holidays.
1: It definitely feels like a holiday staple.
0: On this episode, we're talking about Home Alone, which is what you would maybe call a Christmas movie. What we're gonna find out in this next few episodes is what makes a great Christmas movie, the best this Christmas is, movies.
1: This is serious investigative film
0: <laughs> studies. <laughs> we wanna expand your cinematic diets. And exactly. we wanna we wanna get down to what makes a christmas movie a christmas movie are these movies a christmas movie and are they the best christmas movies i kind of want to make this like a a end of year tradition so we'll see how how this goes but i think there's so many films that could fit the christmas movie thing and even when we were talking about what movie to do we have a lot of options for this so
1: or we could see if our definition holds up
0: yeah yeah True. So we'll say that in the next few episodes, we're gonna dive into some of some of the big Christmas Christmas movies. We'll 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 test them to see if they really are Christmas movies. But let's figure out. Let's jump into it, Chase.
1: Yeah. And so the first movie is obviously Home Alone.
0: When the McAllister family left on their Christmas vacation, did we miss the fight? <laughs> no, you just made it. Yeah!
1: They forgot one small thing.
0: Have yourself. I have a Never terrible feeling.
1: Christmas. Did you lock up?
0: Let yeah. Be
1: Do we set the timers on the lights? Mm-hmm.
0: From what else, else could we be forgetting? Our troubles will be ours Kevin! Ah! Home Alone. So now that we gave a brief overview of Home Alone, I want to quickly... And I mean, I'm sure everyone's watched Home Alone. Everyone knows the movie.
1: And the, like, 16 sequels. Yeah,
0: and I'm sure that, like because you watch it every single year. I feel like if we say like, oh, this really cool thing happens here, this really cool thing happens there. You you know it. You, we know you know it because you've seen this movie so many times. Now, we're going to jump into what makes a Christmas movie. We're going to have a little debate here possibly about what makes or I what think. makes up a Christmas movie and then break down the flavors of Home Alone and then compare the the flavors to to see if it resembles a Christmas movie and then come up with a dish that best represents the movie Home Alone. So let's go into it, Chase. Let's, let's talk about what makes up a Christmas movie. Alrighty. In your mind, Chase, what, what makes a Christmas movie a Christmas movie?
1: So I think for me, there are maybe two or three big things that a Christmas movie has to have for okay. it to feel like a Christmas movie. And the first really like major one is the protagonist is somehow at odds with their family and uh, is... Through the course of the movie, learns to cherish their family. That is
0: a core theme, I think. Okay, i I do agree with that. Starting off very,
1: very fiery today.
0: I will. But the thing is, though, I, I don't want to limit to that because I think it's not always family. It, it could be more than that. I think there's like some stories are just like of redemption. Um, some are more family oriented. Some are like literally christmas stories of like santa claus or rudolph but i think there's other movies that not necessarily are the protagonist or like santa claus or rudolph are the protagonists of the movie but could be still called a christmas movie because it has similar themes that the christmas holidays have Mm -hmm. and family is a big one right and like you were saying family being at odds with family i think family is a big christmas holiday theme yeah, in real life, and I think the movie has to hold to some of those same themes that the Christmas holidays have as well.
1: Well, I don't, and I don't necessarily mean like biological family. Obviously, in the case of uh, Home Alone, it is literally the protagonist dealing with their biological family. Uh, but uh, you could have other movies where it maybe is more of a like found family kind of situation. Uh, but it's still usually, uh, in my opinion, the main character is usually struggling. They struggle against their family in some way, and they eventually, by the end of the movie, usually come to some sort of realization where they are grateful and happy for having their family.
0: True, I do agree with that. But I think that that's kind of going into that like redemption of the fit person has a redeem redemption within their family, right? For instance... So like in Kevin, in Kevin's story in Home Alone, he has a redemption with his family where at the beginning of the film he's wishing that his family would leave him be alone, right? And at the end he's like, I I wish I could be with my family, right? I think there's like that redeeming quality of of change of heart within Kevin that happens in the story. That that is very core of a Christmas film, but it doesn't have to be. I think it's it's one of the few uh themes of christmas that uh really makes a good christmas movie so do you agree or do you not yeah
1: agree? i mean i think we're we're saying similar things just using slightly different verbiage
0: i think we're slightly i because i mean i think when we get into it maybe in, in a few years or something where we talk about a few films that m- might or might not be technically a christmas movie or not mm-hmm. i think that the defining those things is going to be important so I will say that also is like a movie that's set in, uh, or like the holidays. Like for instance, Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Would it be considered a Christmas movie because it does have Christmas technically in the film? I think another the second point for me is that it has to be primarily on or leading up to Christmas or the holidays, and like the holidays have to be a major point in the story or so relating I agree with to that. the story.
1: Uh, as a okay so that that is ingredient possibly number one is set sometime around the holiday season Mm -hmm. christmas season
0: primarily and i think like for instance home alone works because it's or we'll see i guess we're kind of jumping ahead a little bit but like i think i'm using home alone as an example because i just watched the film but you know there's films that primarily are set in on or around Christmas that have like the main story point, the setting is Christmas or the holidays. And I think that is what also can help make it a Christmas film.
1: Yes, I agree with that. I think that is is a key part of any good Christmas movie. Because like, for instance, like Home Alone, you could uh, see this movie set in, in like Thanksgiving or something as well, right? Like instead the family decides to travel to France on Thanksgiving, holiday week or whatever and then the whole movie is not a christmas movie it's a thanksgiving movie <laughs> but still yeah. everything else remains relatively the same although actually it wouldn't this movie does still have to have certain things like that are at least a part of the gags i would say
0: that the other thing is that the reason why this why i would say that I don't know if in my mind it has to have necessarily every single ingredient to make it a Christmas movie. I think some might be borderline Christmas movies, but I think it has to have most of the main ingredients to be called a Christmas movie. So like one, I think would be the themes going back to the first point we had. So you mentioned like family, redemption, love, faith, generosity, like those elements, themes need to be mm-hmm. there and then also I think
1: well I think those are three or four different themes you've just mentioned there
0: <laughs> that, that is it is I, I we didn't we talk about them because I, I wanted to go and I wanted to mention that those are the other themes that I kind of thought of that would make up a Christmas movie so kind of going into a little bit I wanted to mention fear as well
1: fear okay interesting
0: because Christmas movies aren't always Santa Claus right we have also Krampus Krampus?
1: Krampus, okay.
0: So Krampus is like a German character, a, hol- a Christmas character, right? That's more scary, he, right? He's like
1: the evil, the opposite Santa. If you've been naughty, Krampus will come and steal you away instead of leave you a, a gift for being nice.
0: Yeah. And I, I want to say that that would, I would still possibly call that a Christmas movie. I mean, Krampus is a, a Christmas or a holiday character, per, mm-hmm. like a theme. So I would say that fear would also be a theme that would be okay for this. So I would still like fear, generosity, faith, redemption, family is a big one, uh, would all make its way into like a, that interesting Christmas thing.
1: I think I would say you could have a fear, like a horror type Christmas movie. Um, Obviously we just recently reviewed Violent Night, Mm -hmm. um, which has, is, you know, a hyper violence type movie. And it doesn't necessarily, it's not a typical Christmas movie. I would say that the things that make something like the Violent Night movie or even the Krampus movie that came out a few years ago, a Christmas movie isn't necessarily those added on themes like action, hyper-violence and fear and horror. I think it's some of the other ingredients that make it a Christmas movie. And then there are these other things that, you know, are added onto it. Okay. So like, I I think some of the key themes I agree with you would be like redemption of the main character Mm -hmm. and specifically the kind of feeling of gratefulness for your family or mm-hmm. however biological or not chosen or not or whatever, uh, and then a spirit of giving. I agree with all of those. Okay. Some sort of thematic discussion. Are, are about we on the giving. same?
0: Are we on the same page? Or are you saying that you d- wouldn't include fear?
1: I wouldn't include fear as a primary ingredient for a Christmas movie. I think it's a it's an extra flavor that you can add and do it successfully in a movie like the Krampus movie. And okay. Home Alone, Home Alone has a has a horror element to it as well, right?
0: Yes, yes. I would say that it's not a primary flavor, but it is a flavor and it might be secondary or tertiary, but it it is like not a uncommon flavor, I think within mm. Christmas films, I would say.
1: Interesting. All right. I think it's it's a it's a flavor that can pair well.
0: There we go. Okay, let's go with that. I would say that 99% of the films that I would love as Christmas or I would consider Christmas movies um I mean I'm not a big fear guy anyways so I, I guess that's why I don't watch it but I think in doing research for this I felt like there is that setting of Christmas movies that are fear and I want to include that as well but okay so I think we in my part I have only I think we kind of mostly covered it but um
1: I have a couple more but let just add.
0: go ahead yeah I, I do um, have I think one more thing but I, I you go you do one first
1: but I, I wanted to add quickly to your fear discussion. I wonder if it's not so much fear, if it's like thrill and uh, thinking back to a lot of different Christmas movies, there's usually some kind of element of a of a ticking clock or a thrill, which is kind of key to Christmas because in Christmas, you're kind of waiting for that time to tick down until you get to open your presents, right? So there there is a sort of element of that that is inherent to the holiday as well. That's true, um, yeah. Uh, which is kind of an interesting overlap. But then I also think this might be more of a a Hollywood thing, that uh, these movies happen to be the time of year where there are a lot of people going to the theater <laughs> to see a movie.
0: Especially, I think a lot of these Christmas films are family-based, where you know during the holidays you're gathering with your family and you want to watch something all together. And I think that's a, a big thing. That's like a, a mass appeal is definitely... Perfect for Christmas because that's kind of the target audience, right? Like all the family kind of getting together and watching a movie.
1: So, do you think uh, having a mass appeal is a key part of this?
0: I would say that flavors that generally aren't too um, strong for the general audience, you know, mm-hmm. maybe not super spicy or super sour or super bitter, there's a well balance between a very core flavors. And a lot of them are generally sweet film. Mm-hmm. Um, sweet would be, in our metric, happy, right? And I think happy is, they usually tend to be, especially hopefully by the end, have like a happy ending, right? Yes, yeah, so yeah, very,
1: very saccharine ending, for sure. And there are,
0: you know, sad elements to it. There are maybe a little bit of uh, fear or bitterness to it or, it's that... always
1: usually very idealistic, and it's not usually very cynical. Although I do mm-hmm. think there is a cynical element that I want to touch upon in a minute. But okay. I, I think even that cynical element is still very idealistic and, like, ultimately happy and um,
0: not off-putting. It's not holding anybody's feet to the fire, really. I, I, here's the thing is also, is I don't want to go, I think, talk about it too much. I do want to hear your other points, but I I, I feel like... A lot of these um, points that we're talking about could change. And I kind of want to see how it, by the end of the this little series for the holidays we're doing right now, to see how we can better define this for the next year.
1: Yeah, I hope they change.
0: So mm-hmm. before kind of diving too deep into the nitty gritty, I guess, let's. Um, what's your other points that you want to hit up for what makes a Christmas movie?
1: So I think there's usually, and this is kind of not always there, at least not always very obviously there. But I think there's usually some sort of anti-capitalist messaging about Christmas movies. There's okay. always a sort of cr- criticism of how commercial everything has gotten and, and how like, that stands against some of these other elements like community and family.
0: Okay, gotcha. And I'm, I'm curious to see, I think that some films go for or go against that idea. So I'm kind of curious. I, I think it's, I, let's go for it. I, I want to put it in this hypothesis and then let's let's test it out, right? That's how we that's how science very works. scientific here at yeah. this podcast. The last one I wanted to talk about. How many do you have any how many more do you have? Just one more or do that was you have, it. Oh, that's it. Okay. For me, specifically the first two things I mentioned, which is theme and what was the first other thing I mentioned? Uh, and set then the time during Christmas set season. During Christmas season and the theme. I think mm-hmm. those are the, the two most important things for me. And I think the other points you made as well are also valid and I do agree with them. I think those take more of a secondary flavor profile for me. And then the, the first, the primary flavors that hit you right away is going to be the, the timing and then also the theme, those tastes, right? Which going back to it, if I were to break it down, what makes up a Christmas movie is very happy, um, a little bit of sad and maybe a little bit of fear. Mm -hmm. Um, So in flavor-wise, happy would be sweet, sad would be salty, and fear would be bitter. So we got like a primarily, mostly sweet dish that maybe has some slight elements of salt and bitterness to it. But I think the the first flavor that hits you and that stays with you is going to be that happy, sweet flavor. Isn't that like almost exactly what an eggnog tastes like? I want to now jump into Home Alone and, and kind of break down the flavors of that and then come up with a dish with it and then see if it matches what a what we just decided a Christmas movie would be. I just like that the
1: flavors are like already kind of adding up to something that already exists.
0: Nice. All right. Now that we broke down Christmas movies and the flavor profile of them, let's break down Home Alone and its flavor profile and then come up with a dish for it and see if it matches. Perfect. So Home Alone, you already talked about the breakdown of uh, the film. Pretty much poor little Kevin had, lives in a crazy family. He gets sent upstairs. The lights go all out. The electricity goes out. They leave. They forget Kevin. But he kind of wished for it, right? He He's like, yay, I'm all alone and I can party. He's eating a bunch of candy. He's eating Sundays. He's eating pizza. He's just doing whatever he wants. But then he feels sad, right? And he He starts to miss everyone. At least he some of his people, family. initially, yeah,
1: especially his parents and his, his mom, mm-hmm. right? He starts seeing some of the things that they do for him, and like laundry and buying toothpaste.
0: Thematically, already it has that the outline of a kind of a redemption, right? Like, mm-hmm. like I said earlier, actually, I cut kind of because I used Home Alone as an example, but it has that feeling of uh, Kevin wants to be alone and he gets it. And then when he gets that wish, he starts to realize how his family means a lot to him and he wants to go back and be with them. And by the end of the film, you know, perfectly leading up to, to Christmas and being able to spend time with his family, um, you know, getting, getting his family back. Right. And he has that redemption, like, Oh, I'm happy to be. And even, even in the beginning of the film where he has that, um like hit the antagonist, in his family is Buzz, his brother. Mm-hmm. Like by the end of the film, he even is like, hey, you know, you were able to, you know, be here all by yourself and, and survive.
1: Yeah, I mean, they literally have that scene where they're all congratulating him on, on not dying. <laughs> I think is <guess> how <laughs> yeah. Buzz puts
0: it. That's one thing. Now, thinking about the, the overview of the film, not just this what happens in the story, but, you know, uh, thematically wise and, and mood and everything. The movie's, I would say, very comedic a lot of comedy to it and a lot of
1: physical comedy which is so missing from tv these days
0: i would yeah i would agree and i would say that it is happy and you know overall there's no point where you're really worried for kevin um right i think it it builds
1: to that one moment where joe pesci is about to eat his finger that moment i do feel like is kind of scary because he's gotcha. run out of out of uh all these little tricks and that moment I think is pretty scary. And then I think old man Marley is presented very scarily at certain times.
0: That's true. I think though, like there are sprinkles of fear throughout the film and also sadness, right? Because Mm -hmm. with um, old man Marley and like the sadness of him and not being able to spend time with his son who he doesn't talk to anymore. And like Kevin getting sad over not being able to be with his family. There's those sad beats in the film and also those fear beats. But I think even like the comedy or like even when they're trying to break into the house, like like slapstick comedy, um, you know, like the, the Three Stooges. It has like kind of that comedy to it, right? It's mm-hmm. not like serious. These guys are breaking in and they're about to like, you know, murder him. It's more on the happy comedy slapstick kind of. It's a safe thrill.
1: Yeah, which I think makes it a more mass appealing product. Very intentionally. Um, there are other movies like, for instance, *Violent Night that chose to show the real consequences of some of the, the traps that Kevin set and how that would actually harm a person.
0: True. So I think so far we're and also I want to say again, like when he's at the church and you said Santa, he meets, he runs into Santa. Like there's also those times in the film where they do meet a Christmas figure and the film does take place. During the holidays, so I think it it does meet all of those criteria. Yes, I feel like this is a primarily the primary flavor in this is is happy, is sweet, and then it has a slight sprinkle, a slight uh, secondary flavors of of sad and fear, which would be salty and bitter, respectively. I agree. I think there's there's not really any uh, disgust or like sour flavors in this or umami angry kind of flavors or spicy surprise flavors. I think it primarily goes to those three. I think there
1: could be a little bit of surprise spice in it. I I think maybe some of the reason it doesn't feel that way on your 370th viewing of it is that you've seen it 370 times. But I think if you were sitting there, this is the first time you've watched it, you would be surprised by some of Kevin's choices some of the choices of the the traps that he sets and how those um, play out because I think those are very exciting you know fun creative unique things that only really this movie does which actually isn't true there's another movie that came out a year before this in France ironically that has been cited by many as the potential originator of this film that then John Hughes was I think possibly sued over. <laughs> Interesting, called what is it called? I have it written down. It's called Deadly Games or
0: Dial Code Santa Claus. (laughs) Nice, I love that name. Anyways, so I think we have it. What what comes to mind for you when you think of a dish that kind of meets these ingredients, Chase?
1: Something about Home Alone feels more like a baked good than a drink. I don't know why. Don't give me. Don't make me answer why because I have no idea why. But that's what it feels like to me. So I, I like a sweet holiday
0: pastry. Okay. I like it. I like it. Now I'm going to go a completely different direction here. Okay. How about like a Kevin Sunday?
1: So an ice cream. Okay. Interesting. Yeah.
0: He has ice cream on there. He threw some like pretzels or some chips in there and he threw like crumbled up gingerbread cookies and put it on top and everything like that. He put whipped cream and chocolate and everything. So you have like a weird algamation of all these flavors, but mm-hmm. it's definitely overly sweet because everything, most of the things in there are sweet, but you know how you take a bite and you can maybe have a little bit of a pretzel in there.
1: I have a pitch for you. It's a okay. gingerbread house.
0: That's funny. Actually I was thinking about that but too. Made okay. of shortbread Continue.
1: cookies. Cause I think gingerbread is still like as a cookie too spicy for this. I think so too. Um, but it's like made of the walls are made of shortbread. So it's a shortbread house. <laughs> Okay. And then it's decorated with tons of spices, or uh, not spices, t- tons of sweets. Mm-hmm. And it also, one of the elements is you have to set it up designed like the house in Home Alone.
0: Yes. It's a shortbread representation of the Home Alone house. Yes. That has like um, some salty elements. Maybe I, I want to include some saltiness to it. So maybe like there's like a pretzel or something like that, of a, a pretzel fence or something. Mm. Um, and you know, adding some of that bitterness to it. I don't know, maybe some like bitter chocolate or something like that as the 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 on the windows or something. I, I want to include some of those flavors, but it, it's a shortbread house with a lot of frosting and like powdered sugar as snow, but it has those salty and bitter elements to it if it's rather like a bitter bitter chocolate or a salty.
1: I like the um, idea of like, chocolate covered pretzels being used
0: maybe the sh- their shutters are made out of this so maybe what do you think about the shutters are the shutters of the house are chocolate covered pretzels i like it
1: and you you like you could take those stick pretzels and like yes craft exactly. them together and then bind them together with a layer of chocolate
0: exactly i love it so we got it we have a a, a shortbread Christmas house that looks just like the Home Alone house that has some salty, some bitter, but it's mostly primarily sweet. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the question, Chase. Does it meet the requirements for a Christmas film? I I think it does. I think it completely I think does. it's 100%, I think it, yeah. I think so far this is the christmas ist movie there is
1: uh very much we've only done
0: we've only reviewed once so (laughs) well okay it has nothing to compare itself to yet so
1: let's compare it to the one other christmas movie we have reviewed in our previous episode
0: of concession
1: impressions of concession impressions, concession impressions which was violent violent night Night. so violent night is this more or less of a christmas movie than violent night
0: I will say that Violent Night does meet a lot of the requirements, it, but I think that this one definitely meets them a lot more. Like this one is the I feel like open up a dictionary and you look up Christmas movie and then you'll will show you a picture of Home Alone. It feels Kevin like this there is holding the... a a pair
1: of hedge clippers about to sn- cut a rope and then yeah. the two guys fall. Yes, I
0: see. I think it it meets a lot of it. I think Violent Night does meet a lot of those criteria but I think what in terms of the flavor balance of Violent night, I think it doesn't quite lean on that the same balance that home alone does. I, I, agree. I think the in terms of it doesn't have an over like a, a lot of that sweetness to it. It definitely goes more into almost it has adds in I, I would say in the Violent night, an umami anger kind of flavor to it. Yeah. Um, even also leans more on the sour or like disgust or bitter rather, um, and for fear. I agree. Cause it's, it, I think it, it would be more of like a gingerbread cookie of a movie, but maybe a failed gingerbread cookie where you added too much of the other flavors. Mm-hmm. Um, I also, but think, I think like
1: l- thematically the theme discussion in violent night, is not about family really like there's a little bit of it in the background but that's not the primary theme that's being discussed here
0: and by the end of the day i think in violent night the family didn't necessarily besides the husband and wife and child who kind of came together i think it doesn't have it didn't go all the way it needed to for the family values and the redemption to i think make it as a full christmas movie i think it's it Barely, barely makes it as a Christmas movie. But I think it's not a great Christmas movie like Home Alone, which I think as of right now has met all of the standards and and gone overboard and like hit highest marks for making it a great Christmas movie. I
1: I agree with you. 100%.
0: Great. All right. And look at that. We also did not just one dish in this episode. We also broke down. It was a twofer. Yeah, we did two movies in one episode. And we broke down the definition of what a Christmas movie is. Wow, this is... This is a very valuable is, this is, episode. This is like the Christmas movie of episodes right here. We just keep on giving. <laughs> ah, I see what you did there. Ha <laughs> ha. So yeah, that's. I think that wraps it up for this
1: episode. And stay tuned for the next two episodes where we will be mm-hmm. reviewing two more movies. Um, should we reveal the next one so that they know or do you want to keep it a surprise?
0: Let's, let's you know let's tuck that present right under the tree and then let them open it up when that time comes. You'll
1: have to unwrap us.
0: Yeah. I think that's it for this one. Uh, I hope you enjoyed. Let us know if you agree or disagree with, uh, if if, uh, home alone is a Christmas movie, let us know as well. uh, Other Christmas movies that you would want us to test out and see if they are also Christmas uh, films. Probably won't get around to them this year, but you know, keep listening and let us know. You can follow us on film cookbook on Instagram and Twitter and you know, hit us up on Instagram and let us know there. So, yeah, that's it. We'll see you guys in the next one. Bye. Bye, everyone. Happy holidays.